What's going on, YouTube guys? Welcome to Lords of the Long Box to the cover price top 10 for the week ending October 11th. And today is October 13th. Not quite Friday 13th, but still freaky enough. You know what I'm saying? Because it is 2020. And because it is Halloween, we're going to continue with the Halloween remix. So stay with us, boys and girls, and congregate while you listen to this. <laughs> What's up, ghouls and gals? It's much different when you're on this end and you hear it in the headphones with the deep bass, <laughs> right? Yo, special Lords of Longmarch cover price top 10. Some of the Lords couldn't make it. They had to work. They got injuries, but I got two special guests. And by believe it or not, this is a first-time mashup of, I'm going to call it, the Pressable Spine Ticks. <laughs> there you go. Why you two <laughs> haven't gotten together before and called yourselves the Pressable Spine Ticks, I don't know. But first off, my man, Matt Forrest from Pressable Defects. Say what's up to the good people. What is up, Lords of the Long Box? Really appreciate being here, filling in. Otto, I talked to Otto right before the show. He's like, make me proud. I said, I got you, bro. So I'm that glad to be, be here. Too, that shouldn't be too easy at all. <laughs> Otto is a very low bar, so don't worry. You're smashing. No, no nervousness at all. And the Dodger fan himself, Sith Lordly. I apologize. My condolences for the game going on right now. But glad you could take time to join us. Sith Lordly from Spine Tick. Say what's up. Yo, I appreciate you letting me come back. Uh, upgraded my internet a little bit so I don't look like Minecraft now. <laughs> and uh traded in my blue wrench to uh grab the mic here there you go shout what's out to everybody the in the live chat discovery bay holding it down for the wrench what's up to my man jb holding it down with the wrench everybody jay salsa already started working on my lord's alarm box uh burner graffiti piece uh shout out to them my warriors uh erod and gomez joker m21 oh i'm sorry gomez is from the west coast but gomez comic collector east meets west you guys confuse me i got my own east meets what's here That's matt right. ford representing the east sith lordly hold it down for cali actually soca i'm holding down for the yay yay but let's get right to it boys and girls this is the cover price top 10 sponsored by our friends at coverprice.com go to perfect go over to coverprice.com sign up for a two-week free trial to get comic collections trends pricing all kinds of good stuff. It's like COZ and a price guide all in one. You can keep your collection there. You can see what it's worth. And you can see it like, you know, like your stock portfolios. Uh, Sith Lordy will give you some stock tips later on, man. Stay tuned. <laughs> Show is also sponsored by Rocket Comics. Go to Rocket Comics. Tell them the Lord sent to get 20% off your first pressing order. Be a one book or 50 books. You get 20% off that pressing. It can save you a lot of coin. So is also sponsored by our friends at the Geeky Swag Shop. Head over to the Geeky Swag Shop. Use the discount code of LOTLB to get 10% off anything in the Geeky Swag Shop. I'm going to talk to him soon. I think I'm going to start getting the hoodies up for sale again since it's cold in some places. <laughs> not quite in Cali yet, man. I went to uh, Knott's Berry Farm over the weekend, and uh, I thought it was going to be chilly, man. I was sweating like a dog up in there, man. But this show is also sponsored by KRS-One 
comics. Shout out to Otto. Use the discount code of LOTLB to get 15%. Anything in a KRS comic store, we represent on our, excuse me, uh, shout out to KRS comics. We don't go to unknown comics. Shout out to you guys and Donnie Cage. So there you go. Uh, so let's get right to it, boys and girls. This is the cover price top 10 week ending. October, God, I, I, every time I say the date, it just it's just mind boggling to me that we're almost in Halloween, man. It's just, it's crazy, man. You it's know crazy. what? Really, I, I blame George Bush for all that. George Bush, <laughs> George W. is the one that canceled um, daylight savings times. Remember that? Mm-hmm. So because uh, there was an energy crisis at the time, so he said we're not going to do daylight savings time. Before we used to get dark, we used to turn back the clocks or whatever, spring uh, fall back. We used to do that a week before Halloween. But we don't do that anymore. We do it like in November, but that's neither here nor there. Let's get right to it, boys and girls. As always, there is a runner-up to this week's top 10. Didn't quite make the top 10, but could easily. So that's why this is the only top 11 on the interwebs. And that is champions number one, the Peach Momoko, one in 50 variant. While Momoko is a tad oversaturated in the market, her core Marvel covers are still high in demand. This variant, which is very reminiscent of her Marvel Rising variant, sold 14 copies, had a seven-day trend of 101%, had a high sale of 145 for a raw copy. If you didn't know, snatch these up because Peach Momoko signed an exclusive to Marvel. She's not going to be doing covers for anybody else. My guess is the non-Marvel variants are going to be going up uh, because she's going to be doing exclusively just Marvel stuff. Marvel saw a good thing coming. They're signing her to exclusive. She's not going to be doing any covers for anyone else. So right now, this is the one to get. It's one in 50. I'm, I'm hearing a little feedback from one of you guys. I think one of you guys have your volume on. There you go. All right. So number 11 on the list is champions number one, the Peach Momoko one in 50 variant. What do we got for number 10? Number 10, we have Strange Academy number one, the J. Scott Campbell variant. So, guys, you know Strange Academy. This thing's been hot for a while. It just keeps heating up. And you know what happens. The the, the cover A gets really hot. The price goes up. And then the trickle-down uh, effect happens. So all the other, you know, the variants, they start to heat up. So that's what's happening here. So it sold 12 copies, had a seven-day trend of 147%, and had a high sale of $129.99. Let's call it $130 uh, for a CGC 9.8. That's not bad at all. These are pretty high print run. Uh, I myself have one, and this isn't even the Virgin variant. So if you think about $130 for the regular cover, think of the Virgin variant is has no logo in the middle of it, and that's the one I have. So it's a little bit of a higher print run. But obviously, this list is a combination of units sold and the dollar amount that they're moving. So you know, usually the more higher, or excuse me, the ones that sold more are going to be on this list. and But the rarer ones aren't always on this list, but they would appear more. And starting next week, we will talk about that because we're going to have another top 10 list. This top 10 list is going to be books that sold the most of the week. So as far as the highest dollar amount, not number of units sold. I know it gets confusing, boys and girls, but uh, you want to hear more about numbers? Go talk to our man, Comicron, man. He does. Uh, he keeps a hold of all this. So Another goodie on the list at number 10, boys, it goes Strange Academy. Number one, the J. Scott Campbell regular variant. There is a virgin variant as well. All right. What's number nine? What do we got, Sith Lordly? Yeah, number nine from Image back in 2011. We've got the strange talent of Luther Strode. Uh, there was another site with an unconfirmed rumor that there was uh, some potential spec with this, and th- that caused it to uh, bump up 13 copies for sale. 
giving it a seven-day trend of 136% and had a high sale of $28 for a raw copy. That sounds about right. Like we always say in this channel, man, on this show, be careful of chasing The Walking Dead, number one, especially with uh, now there hasn't been any confirmed report that this is actually being developed, but a lot of these image books get developed and like the story of Hollywood goes is they develop it so nobody else will. And a lot of times it won't get made. Now there's, you know, like I always say, never say never because now there's more avenues for it to get made with Netflix, Amazon Prime, HBO Max, and all these different things. So there's a chance it could be made. But as always, a disclaimer, it hasn't been confirmed yet, so don't spend too much on it. Uh, 28 sounds a little bit on the high side. You know, if you can find it for 25, don't go breaking the bank on it. If you find it sending somewhere for cheap, go ahead and snatch it up. But yeah, so far, it's an unconfirmed rumor. So there it is, the strange talent of Luther Strode, which is a odd, odd name. Uh, Luther Strode is also a uh, name that I call my penis. But anyway, let's get right to it. <laughs> It's Luther. It's Luther Stroke, to be honest with you. But I just, you know, like Strode, Stroke. Anyway, all right, number nine of the list: the strange town of Luther Strode, not Stroke. All right, number eight on the list: ah, a returning champion. He's back. You guys missed him. Miles back. So we got Ultimate Fallout Four at number eight. Guys, you know this book never really came off the list, even though it wasn't on the list. This thing has just been insanely hot. It finally settled back down to that right at that thousand mark. It's been above that for a while now. It made the list after selling 21 copies with a seven-day trend of 110% and had a high sale. And like I said, $1,000 at a 9.8 CGC. That's not bad at all. I always said this dollar was going to settle in the four-figure amount, you know, you, like right around a grand, yeah. right around. I mean, the last time it was on the list was at 1,200. So even though it's cooled down, it hasn't cooled down a lot. I would say... Every week we do a top 10. This book is typically in the top 20, at least, at the top 25. It, it always hovers there. So uh, I have two copies that I still need to get slabbed. I've been hesitant because I found spine ticks on each one of them. Mm, just those damn spine ticks. ticks. Those damn just spine ticks. Damn, and they're not pressable. They color breaking. <laughs> See? So there needs to be a third show called Unpressable <laughs> Color Breaking Spine Ticks. Yeah, <laughs> just <there you> <laughs> All right, so number eight on the list, Ultimate Fallout, number four, the first appearance of Miles Morales. All right, what do we got for number seven? Number seven, we've got a book that I see homies posting on Instagram all the time now. We've got Black One from 2016. And uh, as Justin dropped facts last week, Deadline reported that Studio 8 announced that Warner Brothers had acquired Black, the feature adaptation of the Black Mask comic series from co-creators Kwanzaa Osajifo and Tim Smith. And it's Points. Old I know. I did research, Points. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, kill it. Yeah. yeah. No prize. <laughs> Osajifo. Osajifo. It sold 19 copies, had a seven-day trend of 124%, and a high sale of 40 bucks for a raw copy. Damn, this is black number one. This is the Carrie Randolph variant. So a ghost, if I ever seen one, I'm at 2000. If you think I'm at, there's two ghosts on this list. You're not going to find Luther Strode, and you're not going to find black at your LCS. I guarantee you, because by the time this list came out last week, black was off the list. By the time the list came out this week, Strode would be off the list because, you know, some... People are pushing up for some reason or other. But this one is solid spec because it's been uh, optioned for Hollywood. So if you can get in at it, get in at it now. Um, I would say wait another six months. This book will probably settle in right around 10 bucks, And then don't buy it again. And then if you do have it, sell it on the first news of a director or somebody being attached to it. That's when it's going to jump again. But normally this is how it happens. Books, books get optioned. They get hot for about 
uh, two months. Right now, Hollywood is kind of slow on developing things. So if you really want one, wait like six, seven months, you'll get another copy. All right. Absolutely. Number eight on the list is a returning champion from last week and surprised the hell out of me this week that it's gotten so high because you know what? I really thought this is a huge print run. Next week, if it's still on the list, I'm going to reach out to Comic-Con and get you an exact print run of how many there is. But what do we got for number six? Number six, we have Amazing Spider-Man number 300. The first full appearance of Venom. So, guys, we know everything Venom is hot right now. From Donny Cates' run to Let There Be Carnage, uh, the Sony movie that's coming out. Easily, easily, easily one of the hottest characters in, in uh, comics right now. So, we have 18 sales with a seven-day trend of 133%. And Damn. it had a high sale of $2,550 of $2, for a 9.6 CGC, which... I looked up, and that actually is a record high for this grade. That yeah. is crazy. That's a nine point eights are over are pushing four grand now on this book, uh, and this is unsigned. Uh, uh, Matt and I were just talking offline that the Todd McFarlane signature is one of the few signatures out there that really makes a book kind of jump at least twenty twenty five percent in value. Um, not yeah. ever since Stanley passed away, there's been a void of people getting you know. You get a signature, eh, it may be worth something, it may not. But Tom McFarlane, because of the scarcity of his signature and how often he does them, I mean, the last time he did them, I think he signed what I was told close to 10,000 books. And the reason why he's never, ever going to do a CTC private signing again, because Todd McFarlane got paid a flat fee for it. And Todd McFarlane did the math. And he said, if I were to do a private signing, I could have made twice as much money than he did off of uh, CTC. Because CTC gave him a flat amount, said sign these. When Todd McFarlane does it, he charges you per book and all the facilitators come to his house. That's why you will never, ever see a Todd McFarlane private signing again. And that's what industry insiders told me. So mark my words, just like that politician said about <laughs> confirming the judge. <laughs> mark me by my words that you will never see a Todd McFarlane private signing held uh, by CGC again. It'll be in his house in Arizona. But number six on the list, Amazing Spider-Man, number 300, classic, classic cover. You should all have one. If you don't, hit me up, and I'll sell you one at 25% over GPA. I'm just kidding. I'm going to hold on to it until the movie comes out. But all right, let's go. We're halfway there, boys and girls. What do we got for number five? All right, number five, we've got a great read, The Department of Truth, number one. This time, it's the uh, secret Lee Harvey Oswald variant. Last week, the one in 100 made the list, uh, but this time, it's uh, this you know conspiracy cover. Uh, it sold 24 copies, had a seven-day trend of 103%, and had a high sale of 20 bucks for a raw copy. Yeah, man, this is one of those odd little books. This is, uh, and I think they somebody told us we pronounced his name wrong. It's James Tinian. We added mm -hmm. an extra syllable on it, but people love uh, telling us when you say things wrong. <laughs> anyway, this is a famous DC writer, you know, doing his own image book. This is also a title. Uh, this is a Robert Kirkman Skybound title. So people see anything that has Kirkman on it. They think it can be the next Walking Dead, but this is, uh, we'll see, man. I had a couple of people read it and they, they weren't too hype on it. So uh, we'll see where it goes, man. But uh, Tin Tinian or Tinian, what? Thank you, JLS Comics. Tynan. Jesus, I Tynan. was way off. I was thinking <laughs> yeah. Tinian, Tinian. I was thinking the guy from uh, <laughs> Game of Thrones, the midget. Yeah. I forgot his name. I'm Tyrion. <laughs> Tyrion. Whatever, man. I'm, I don't think I'm supposed to say midget anyway, but <laughs> there you go. We're getting all kinds of trouble tonight. So number five on the list is Department of Truth, the secret Oswald variant. Good Lord. Oh, I see. I see it. Lee Harvey Oswald. That's why. They're, yes. I was like, who's Oswald? What's Who's this author's <laughs> name? And then I finally look at the cover. Oh, Lee Harvey Oswald. All right. For all you uh, young kids out there don't know what you really want to get conspiracy theories. 
Look up Lee Harvey Oswald. Well, number five on the list, Department of Truth, Secret Oswald variant. Number four on the list is another one that cracks the top ten. And it's back, Strange Academy number one. Uh, we saw what that was at number 10 for the J. Scott Campbell. Uh, this is the cover A. Um, I think what's happening here, you have that Young Avengers effect, right? Everybody saw what happened with Young Avengers, right? Uh, like a mishmash of characters, a young team. Everyone grabbed that. We see the heights that that book is reaching now, and nobody wants to be late to that party again. So with this one, we got 31 copies sold. It had a seven-day trend of 100, uh, 105%. And a high sale of uh, $203 for a CGC 9.8. I think this is a great book. And I think it's great the way it's grown organically. This was one of the titles that came out right when the Diamond Shutdown happened. So really, people didn't really know what to make of it. Right? right? Number one came out. And I think maybe number two may have came out. And then there was a shutdown for a good three or four months. And it finally realized, yo, man, this book has a ton of new characters on it. And um, after Young Avengers, I would say there's another book. That was that sh that is somewhat similar to Strange uh, Academy, which is New Agents of Atlas, which featured yes. three or four yes. brand new heroes. I'm I'm high on all those because I think it fits the Marvel mo, especially on Disney Plus. Like I always say, man, this is Doctor Strange Hogwarts Academy. I mean, you know, all the Harry Potter you know fans who hate you know Strange Academy, <laughs> but it's got that perfect demographic, and definitely uh, I've been told that they are looking to develop it for Disney Plus. So jump. It, it, what's amazing to me is a really high print run but it's still it's still trucking along man and 9.8 for 200 and this is the regular cover obviously this is the modern day of comic books so anytime marvel comes out or dc comes out with a brand new first uh print not only do you have the uh marvel variants but you have the store variants too and we and the actually the j scott camel is a store variant if i'm not mistaken um but there's some other ones obviously shout out to my kicks out of comics who gifted me the peach momoko variant for this which is one of the more pricier variants that you'll find for this book. So if you ever find the Peach Mocha variant and it just features a cover of uh, magic on it, that one is a ghost to find right now. This was, when that came out, Peach Mocha wasn't just at the cusp of growing huge, if you remember that, right? If you think yeah. Strange Academy, Peach Mocha, eight, what, when did it, when it come out? Like February, March, yeah, somewhere around there? She was... Yeah. She was just starting to simmer and now she's blowing up, man. But good for her, man. So, uh, there you go. Strange Academy, number one from this year, 2020. I like this list. You know what? But we only have uh, last week. We had a couple of books from the 80s, but they only have one book from the 80s so far. So, all right. Number three on the list is something we predicted because, you know, anytime news comes out, collector's ears are hypersensitive. And sure enough, what do we got for number three? Yeah, you were talking about this yesterday from what I remember. Uh, we've got Thor 8 from 2015. Uh, basically, Yahoo had a recent interview with Natalie Portman, and when she was asked about her role as Thor, she revealed that it will include Jane Foster's fight against cancer. And in this issue, the mysterious identity of the new female Thor was revealed to be Jane Foster and that she's dying. And it sold 18 copies, had a seven-day trend of 185%, and had a high sale of $115 for a CGC 9.8. So there you go. You got confirmation that it's going to be the um, Lady Thor cancer storyline. Um, my friend, the big to do, our friend, the big to do was in Hall H when uh, Thor Love and Thunder announced that Jane Foster was going to be coming back. And he, uh, big to do told me everybody at Hall H immediately went on eBay and started snatching up the what if uh, comic. Nobody thought about getting mm -hmm. this comic. Right. Everybody thought about getting. So it just goes you. The thinking how collectors think, right? Even if it's out of continuity, they think to the first thing they ever saw, which was, what if Jane Foster became Thor? 
I remember that book was hot for, and the reason that book probably ought not on this list because maybe 10 sold because it's so pricey right now. But I guarantee yep. you that Jane Foster, what if book is the one to get, if you can yeah. though, you get Thor number one and then you get Thor number eight, which is revealed to be Jane Foster. The entire storyline is actually pretty good. I, Jason Aaron is by far my favorite writer on Thor. I mean, he just kills it. Jason Aaron. I mean, I'm pretty sure Donny Cates learned from Jason Aaron, but he can't write the big words that Jason Aaron uses and the big thoughts that he uses, but he tries, but just like Jason Aaron's run on Thor is incredible as well. Jason Aaron is the man when it comes to Thor. I think when he does all the mythos of Thor, I think Jason Aaron actually kills it. If you think about um, the God sword and, uh, and, and uh, what's his name? Gore, the God butcher yeah. or the God butcher line yep. is one of the best Amazing. modern storylines ever. When I say modern, I would say in the year 2000 and above the God butcher storyline is one of the best ever. And then a future president, uh, future Thor, present Thor and Thor's three daughters. Absolutely great mm -hmm. storyline, man. Yeah. If that would, I think, after this current iteration of Thor and they finish this storyline, they should definitely do God Butcher and that storyline. I think that on the big screen would kill it. And yeah. um, and that's kind of where they that, got that's kind of where they got the idea for Null, right? Is kind of they took it from that storyline. Technically, his cameo there's is something yeah. about the this, and I'm pretty sure the live chat can correct us, but there was something about the Necro Sword that ties between uh, Gore the, the God Butcher and Null, right? There's Null. something I yep. remember something about that. It was like. Thor 1 and 2 in this run are really the hot books right now. Uh, go to any uh, YouTube auction. Those books fetch big bucks. Shout oh, out yeah. to Otto, who's uh, tuning in with the wrench. What up, Otto? Your boy's <laughs> holding it down for you. What's up, you may not be coming back. <laughs> yeah, Thor mythos, number six. You know, you said, you said mythos instead of mythos, though. So I know. Right. I, if, <laughs> if Otto was here, I would say mythos, just to spite him. <laughs> And his butchering the god butcher of the English language. So, <laughs> all right. So number three on the list is Thor number eight because of Natalie Portman's juicy little nugget. You got to think she was she was told to say that too because you know as we learned with Jamie Fox, you just can't be going on on social media as opposed to <laughs> anything you want because shit's going to be taken down. So I'm pretty sure J Natalie Portman went into the interview and her Marvel handler said this is what you could say. So to leak out the storyline, to you know, build up, drum up interest right now. So there you go, man. So Thor number eight is number three on the list. What do we got for number two? Number two. This is Black Panther annual number one from 2008. Never and seen it. Ne I've never seen this either. I had to look it up real quick. And I guess fans and speculators are trying to get in on the first appearance of Shuri as the Black Panther because everybody believes that that's what's going to happen in the MCU. So what do they do? Those other, you know, the first uh, Black Panther 1 and Black Panther 5 from 2009, I believe it is. Those started getting out of reach. So they were scrounging around for what, you know, what else? And this, in this book, you basically have an alternate, a futuristic kind of alternate reality. I just kind of read it real quick before the show. And in that storyline, Shuri is the Black Panther. It's not really in continuity, I guess, per se. But at this point, it's the cheapest uh, of her first appearances as Black Panther. So... This thing sold 10 copies and had a seven-day trend of 349%. Damn. And had Damn. a high sale of $84 for a raw copy. That's getting up there. I had no idea this even existed, but it just goes to show you. I mean, people have already, you know, I always say, man, people buy up the first option. They buy up the second option. Then you start looking at a third, fourth, and fifth option. So this is definitely uh, uh, an option that I'd be leery of because this is – Shuri outside of continuity, right? So, uh, you know, be careful what you think. I mean, you know, because I think 
after all the other Black Panther number ones, first appearance of Shuri, first appearance of Shuri is Black Panther, so on and so forth. Just know there hasn't been any word that she's officially going to be right. taking over. Right. Uh, yeah. So be careful. I have a feeling you won't. We won't hear anything for quite a while. Uh, be, just out of respect for uh, Chadwick Boseman's, but you know they. You know, unfortunately, it is a business, so they have to proceed on. But um, if the rumors are true that you know he kept his sickness away from the writers, uh, director of Black Panther, then really they didn't have a plan. I'm hearing that's not totally accurate um, because obviously when you have a sickness like this and you know the studios have to keep themselves covered. So I would say the entire cast didn't know, but I at least know Feige and perhaps um, the uh, Coop, um, the director Kugler knew about it, but you know, Feige I don't want to go in. Know. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to, you know, the man's just been put in the ground. So I, you know, right now I'll just say, Hey, you know, rest in peace, rest, you know, uh, Wakanda forever, but just be careful, you know, cause it's so early right now that they have so much going on. We don't know what it's going to be, but any official announcement won't be for way down the road, you know, because it, there, there's a no-win situation if you're if you have a you make an announcement about who's going to re, uh, replace um, Chadwick Boseman, right? People are going to be like, no, we want him, and then people are saying it's going to be Shuri. Then you have the people that's like, no, you can't replace it with a girl. So it's just a no-win situation. It's better that they just keep on continuing with the storylines, and they'll probably tackle this, I would think, in a year or two from now, and then you know, pay homage to him as the best way they can. But right now, everybody's snooping up Shuri because they just think that's the natural uh, progression uh, in the comics. At least she became uh, Black Panther for a while. Um, so we shall see, man. So number two on the list is Black Panther annual number one. I'm pretty sure everybody's scurrying over to uh, eBay to look for this right now. <laughs> yeah, but you're driving. I never heard of this, man. I did not know. Well, it's a Black to the Future, which is a ode to. Uh, Public enemy, I do believe, Black to the Future. Wow. All right, so uh, number one on the list, and I do believe this is the first DC book on the list for the last two weeks now. What is it? Yeah, it's a book I'm sure my man Al Picknell's got a grip of. Uh, this is Batman 100, the Jorge Jimenez 1 in 25 design variant, uh, and these design variants are selling very well. I, I've even got the FOMO. Uh, this one sold 56 copies, had a seven-day trend of 74%. And a high sale of 68 bucks for a raw copy. Uh, that said, things have kind of cooled a little bit, and it looks like the current market price has settled at about 45 bucks or so. So this is the one in 25. And as I always say, DC doesn't do many racial variants. Hell, DC doesn't do many comics. Period. Nowadays, compared to Marvel, I mean, <laughs> I think their image is coming close to putting out the same amount of monthly books as they do. But this is—we've been talking about this. If you see a designer variant come out, just pick it up. Because mm -hmm. we've seen a lot of these designer variants hit the top 10 list. And I do believe this is the designer variant that's hot because it's the first appearance of this new Batman costume. Um, so it looks like, I, I don't know, glow-in-the-dark metallic Batman. <laughs> looks so, dope. It looks dope, but not very stealthy if you think about it. You know, the moonlight's going to reflect off you. Yeah. <laughs> you a giant reflector shield going through the night <laughs> fighting crime. But, you know, anytime, hey, you guys know how collectors think. First costume, first appearance, first meetings. People love that stuff. So this is a 1 in 25 variant. So, and I do believe this is like came out a week ago, maybe two weeks ago. It's pretty new. Yeah, came out last Friday, last Wednesday, right? Batman 100? Yes. So depending on if your store ordered, uh, uh, you know, I would guess your stores probably ordered a hundred of these. So they may have four of these variants laying around. So every, uh, they got one variant for every 25 they ordered. So um, good to see like DC, but I always say, I'm going to go full screen now. Um, 
with the DC stuff right now, they come out so infrequently. I mean, I, I like the Jokers will probably appear back on here again when the story progresses. The you know the next issue that comes out for the uh, the Joker War. Remember uh, when the first appearance of King Joker appeared? He popped up on here. This one appears because these designer variants are a low ratio or high ratio. It's a low ratio, one in twenty five. So you don't DC doesn't do one in twenty five variants all that often and double spec because it's a first appearance of a new costume right on the cover so we'll see where this uh adds on i would think this ain't gonna appear on here too much because there's not many one in 25 variants and if they are uh, i don't think people are willing to pay the prices on them so uh we shall see man so shout out to 147 of you wap or watching right now i say Damn. rapping because i just saw will rap for comics in there uh <laughs> discovery bay hold it down in the live chat azora's tiger and al Pickner hold it down for the spine ticks we also had your man from uh pressable defects holding down here so the first ever meeting of the press the pressable spine ticks there you go you guys, you that should be worth something. We should have traded my deck. Come make on, sure you guys should make, do it beforehand. You guys should make pressable spine tick shirts, a little logo of each kind of combined with each other. I just For, need half the prop. Performing a Voltron, man. Half the pro half. There you go. Volt or, uh, you know, Wonder Twins power activated. I'm telling you, there should be a special pressable spine ticks show. Boom. <laughs> There People you go. will look back on this show as the first a true appearance of it. Not the first. cameo, but first full on. You know what first I'm saying? Full. Yeah, that's true. All right. Speaking of which, I'll give you guys a moment now to go ahead and uh, uh, let me guys, uh, make sure you get, uh, let me uh, get your channels up so I can burn it. Matt, why don't you tell the folks about your channel, uh, what you guys do, uh, what times you're on, if there's any schedule at all. Yeah. Yeah. We uh, pressable defects. You see the shirt like TiVo said. Uh, me, myself, uh, we have the Butcher 105 and the Comic Forge, three of us. Uh, we go live usually Tuesday nights every other week. This week we're actually doing uh, Wednesday, so tomorrow we'll be on 8 o'clock Eastern time. Um, and we just chop it up. We talk about some comic news. We talk about, you know, a couple of the books that we think are hot at the moment. You know, Sith will tell you, we, we kind of joke around. We, we keep it light. Uh -huh. You know, we, we bring a little bit of edginess to uh, we've been called the the black label of the comic book community on YouTube. Bad boys lots of the, there's <laughs> lots of wang on the show is what they're <laughs> saying. So, there you go. <laughs> so yeah, um, and we're coming up on a uh, thousand subscribers. We're like 30 away. You had um, 969 as of right now. So let's get them to a thousand guys. I just put the uh, channel in the live chat right there. Click on the link you. and then hit a subscribe. They're at 969 at a thousand dollars. They're going to give away one of those books behind Matt. Yeah. No, I don't know. This is for like the million. <laughs> We're doing the million subscriber giveaway. FF one. Uh, <laughs> and a well, Nickelback yeah, have, CD, bro. And a Nickelback. Yeah. Sith, Sith is going to give the Nickelback yeah. CD as the consolation. Hey, prize, man. But I, that, I guess down with that one Nickelback song. <laughs> but yeah, 1,000 giveaway. We got a video up on the channel. If you want to enter in, there's a lot of cool prizes. The grand prize, we're giving away the first appearance of Silk. So Yeah, guys, sub them up. They're right in there. I just clicked on the link. 971 now. When I first put the link, it was 969. You guys got two more subs, so sub up the pressable defects. Get them to 1,000. They're right around the corner. Uh, thank you, Matt, for joining the show. I appreciate thank you. You've been supporting the channel. My man, Sith Lordly. Tell them where they yeah. can find you. Spine Ticks, man. SpineTicks.com gets you to the YouTube channel. Uh, we go Saturday nights at 8 p.m. Pacific. We've always got somebody from the community who's popping in. Uh, Uncle Tim, hopefully you're going to pop in soon. Uh, we've had, you know, if you just go back to our recent shows, we've had all kinds of folks that you know in. This Saturday, we've got East Meets West, Joker and Gomez's crew with the Doom and King of the Golden State and Josh Crab. There's going to be nine of us in the channel. I don't know what's going to happen, but it's going to be crazy. 
Um, we are probably going to do a, a, yeah, we are going to do a giveaway at 250. We're not there yet, but if you do get to 250, I'll be giving away this 9.6 Star Wars book. And uh, I'm sure a uh, link to their channel in the live chat. Click yeah. on them right now. They're at 198 subscribers, man. So hey, uh, we got one from the show. So, so yeah, we're always, uh, I think we're turning into a meme show more than comic show because uh, we got a lot of cross humor going with the defects and others uh, making memes at each other's expense. But uh, definitely come check it out. Um, you know, we're a Lords of the Long Box affiliate. Uh, my time here has taught me well from Uncle Tim, and I'm uh, just trying to bring content to the community. And I just want to give a shout out to the entire chat. You know, I love you guys. You're always supporting, so thank you so much. Yeah, so like Catholic priest altar boys, make sure you sub them up. You know what I mean? <laughs> just keep on subbing them. Sub them as many times as you can, and you'll get away with it, just like the Catholic priests do. So, hey, thank you for joining us. The, we got the rest of the long-term spec list from the Secret War stuff. Uh, go peep it out yesterday. We got the second list. And it's even bigger than the first list. We'll probably drop it on Thursday. I'm going to take tomorrow off just to uh, recalculate myself, work on the graphics. So thank Matt Forge from Pressable Defects, Sith Lordly from Spinetics. Sub them up. Uh, we will see you guys on Thursday when we have the second part of the Secret Wars long-term spec list. And then uh, after that, I'll probably see you guys on next Tuesday. In the meantime, in between time, I have... Uh, let me show you a little something, uh, just to tease you. Ooh. I finally have a modern submission of uh, CGC books, all like from at least, uh, well, there's only two uh, Bronze Age books, but they're all 1975 and newer. So modern and CGC terms. There's 16 of them. I got nine eights and nine sixes and a couple of nine fours, goddammit. But uh, I'm going to be doing that video hopefully Saturday. I get all this long-term spec list stuff and uh, out of the way and hopefully Saturday when I got some time. So appreciate the guys for joining us and we will see you guys back again uh Whenever. I mean, yeah, so Thursday, probably. So until next time, <laughs> boys and girls, uh, here, take the original Lord's theme song with you out the way and uh, hit that thumbs up. Peace out, y'all.